real friends. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? My name is Chris. Kai. I'm Dan. I'm John. And you are listening to Fresh Talk. Hello. Woo. Dan. Woo. Yes. Uh, uh, bre- breaking news. Do we have our first hater? I think we might have our first hater. We received a tweet today. Which means... We're, 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 we're reaching a successful point. <laughs> we're getting somewhere. Yes, that's a huge step. It is a huge step. Because a fan step. is easy, but a hater, yeah. yeah, not so easy. But why would you take the, I mean, like, if you took a time to listen to something like this and you really hated it, which is weird in itself, yeah, you would fine. then take the time to tell someone how much you hate it? You're bringing, that's, this is the internet, that's what the internet yeah, is. Yeah, I was going to say, oh, welcome to the internet. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's. There was there was an entire This American Life on this very topic last on trolls, week. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. on, on trolls and it, troll violence. It's kind of like if you ever gone to YouTube these days. No matter oh what God. video you search, if you look at the comments, at one point somebody gets violently racist. It's it usually, can be anything. It's usually the fourth comment. Yeah, yeah. yeah it could it, be like like you know puppy and kitten kissing, and then something like goddamn blacks. You know, <laughs> like what does this have to do with anything? No, it's it's absolutely true. Well, it probably was like a black kitten. Yeah, <laughs> or God it's forbid, like, get out of my country. Like my cat that's half black, half white. That just infuriates you got all of the races. Mulatto kitties. I do. That's cool. Yeah, he's adorable. His name's Henry. But that's yeah. the comment section on anything. Online. Anything. Yes, that's, YouTube, it's actually YouTube's really entertaining. It, but the, it's but, actually really yeah, entertaining. But the point that that someone's hating on us means that someone that we've reached a like somebody who doesn't care anyway. It's kind like, of a milestone. It is. Yeah, we have our first is. hater. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I'm, it is. I'm, I'm not fully should... convinced it's a hater, though. I think it could be a homie of Zeke, because mm. he, he... he Maybe it's one of Zeke's haters. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, true. that's what I was we thinking. We talked all about that. Exactly. Right? We were sort of well, warned. Hater, if you're listening to this one, send us your address, and we'll send you a little first hater award. Yeah, yeah. not to yeah. mention, it's actually hater impressive when Zeke was telling us that he had haters... If it <laughs> actually true, yeah, you're right. like you don't have he brought haters. The haters. Yeah, he, he, he did. The, the, he has haters so strong. He brought them to our podcast. Wow, independent of his record, that's exciting. And the hater didn't even have anything like this. Is why I didn't like it. He was like, this sucks. He's the Luke Skywalker of hate. The hate is strong with this one. I'm not on <laughs> the. I'm not on the twitters. So what? What did it exactly say? It, it wasn't brutal. No, 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 not at all. Just said it sucks. Said it's god awful, and you should all be ashamed of yourselves. Yeah. Oh. That's but that's all it said. But see, if that's, only I knew shame. But that's hate in terms of like, you know, if you were really, I don't know, there's a, there's a vibe to that that seems like it could be a it could little be, tongue in cheek. It could be. You should be ashamed of yourself. Sounds that's like our new slogan. Yeah. We're going to close with that. That is good. Fresh talk. Fresh talk. We, should, should, we should be ashamed <laughs> of ourselves. We're ashamed of ourselves. Right. <laughs> Thanks, hater. On the way here, right down the street, behind a car, in a million years, you won't guess what the bumper sticker said, but it was absolutely badass. It just said "Little Lebowski Urban Achiever." <laughs> oh, that's cool! That's, that's amazing. Cool yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Lebowski Fest. Yeah. Great stickers awesome. at Lebowski Fest. Awesome. Well, hey, we have a very special guest here in the studio today. Huh. Um, not our first family member to guest because your brother's been here. Yes, it's true. But I think our furthest guest. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, Emma. Emma, Emma was from the well, UK. The, we banked Emma's show, so you'll hear that eventually. Okay, great. Well, close. But uh, ladies and gentlemen. I thought no- you said banged for one second. <laughs> banged your show, man. Yeah, I guarantee you the hater would like that episode. <laughs> you know. Um, but without further ado, in studio today, all the way from Cape May, New Jersey, my dad, Mr. J. Hey. <laughs> Hello. Hey, Mr. J. Welcome, dad. How you doing? Happy to be alive. Good, 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 good. Uh, and that is where we got the name of our <laughs> last record. <laughs> the namesake of one of our records. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Dad, you are in town not so much to see me, but to see an 82-year-old man tonight. Who are you going to see in concert out here in Ventura? Oh, Willie Nelson. Awesome. That's First amazing. time ever seeing Willie Nelson? 
first time. See, I've heard him more than I can stand, but first time seeing him live. Yeah. Excellent. It's first for both of you. Yeah, my oh, first wow. Willie Nelson oh, show. So and good. I'd be willing to say it's very difficult to find an artist that either my, myself or my dad hasn't seen because our family was heavy concert goers. So anything I didn't see when it- Especially somebody that has toured that much that's that prolific. He's never had... He never hibernated. He, yeah. He's always been around. He's like a Ramones dude. You and I always talk about but like the Ramones, Ramones. But the Ramones did that for 20 years. Willie Nelson's done it for 50. Yeah, that's crazy. Absolutely yeah. crazy. The show is super sold out, and it was kind of a Christmas present for my dad to come out and see the show, and that's that's where we're going tonight. Random show, Wednesday night in Ventura. Not even part of a tour. I mean, it should be pretty cool. Just how he does. It's just Willie. Indeed. Yeah, the place is going to be packed, though. I mean, we're going to yeah, be chilling yeah. in the back, but it's a small theater. So, I mean, who cares, you know? Yeah, it's going to rule. To see him in your hometown versus to have to drive two or three hours, can't beat it. You've seen him, right, Kai? I have seen him. I saw him in Santa Barbara, oh, high school. So, As have I'd I. like to say it was. Santa Barbara ago. High School? No, not at Santa Barbara High School. <laughs> in Santa Barbara High School. In Santa when Barbara. I was in high school. Okay, that scared me. But it was a while ago. Mm-hmm. It was very. It was cool. great. It was great. And he played a long time. He, he did. gets down. Yeah, he gets down. I yeah. saw him like three years ago at Chumash Casino. You did? I did. That's pretty sweet. Really? Great. I did. What, I'll, br- what brought you there? Hell of a show. Turns out. Willie. Yeah, Will, yeah Willie, In obviously. a million years, if I went into this room and said, somebody here saw Willie Nelson, it, you would not be the guy. <laughs> Surprises <Yeah>. me. <laughs> um, I actually bought the tickets for my dad as a birthday present for, for him, but he had knee surgery like two weeks before and couldn't go Okay, because he was laid up, so right, I went. It's like that bowling ball named Homer. Did you go exactly. by yourself? No, I went with my girlfriend at the time. Okay, because I was going to say, nothing could be sadder than you <laughs> alone at an Indian casino. And it was casino. raining, so I would have been driving you alone. You were always on my mind. <laughs> Dan's just crying in the middle of the stadium. Stranger um, things have happened. One of the cool pitch, stories Chris. about your dad. Thank you. Uh, I'm working on it. Uh, <laughs> you you got an audition for backup dude, tonight? Dude, a lot of people hit You're me gonna up. You're going to join the Willie Nelson A lot family? of people hit me up with my Skiba impersonation. There I got go. like multiple <laughs> tweets like, yeah, yeah that's good. good Skiba. I think we found your range, Skiba Nelson. <laughs> Skiba Nelson. That's funny. Um, your dad, when he had his knee surgery, Dan, I love the story of how you said all he did was lay on the couch and watch Lord of the Rings. Like true. again and again and again. Like your dad was sucked into Middle Earth. That's like his that's like his sick film. Like like for me it was Star Wars as a kid. Like that's my dad's go to. Yeah. I'm laid up, I'm watching it's the a great director's one. cut of the rings. It's, all of them. It, yeah. It's so, great because it'll take your whole day, and exactly. no matter when you fall asleep or wake up, you know what's happening. Yeah, you know what's happening. They're still walking to the volcano. <laughs> I, I, I fall prey to that on planes when we fly sometimes, oh, yeah. and Me all too. those movies, yeah. all these new movies you haven't seen, and I'm like, man, Lord of the Rings. If I did all three, <laughs> the, the plane flight. flight would be done. Never works out, you <laughs> and know? you know that no movie you're going to watch is going to be as good as any one of those. Movies. Yeah, totally. It's, they're just so good. Totally, and it's always in a golem scene, like, and you just pass out, you know, and you're like, Chat, where do I? Start. If you really want to sleep, you should try watching one of the new Hobbit movies. I was going to say. <laughs> Ready for this? Um, this weekend, I had an open night, nothing to do, and I said to myself, I'm going to go see Hobbit. Fuck those guys. I'm going to go see it and come back on the podcast and talk about how it's a miracle of filmmaking. And it's already out of theaters. Two theaters had Damn. it. A theater in Simi Valley for the 6 o'clock showing and then Universal City Walk for a 10 o'clock. And I just had a vision. I know how long those are. <laughs> I just had a vision of driving down to L.A., going to the 1015 Universal City Walk, parking in that structure, by going yourself. to that film by myself. And at like 3 in the morning when the film ends, being like, <laughs> what have I done? You know, See, knocking on Kai's door. Just text your friend because I do crazy things. I know you do. I'd be down to do that. I know you do. But well, how, how's everybody doing? Everybody doing okay? Good. Good. You know why, though, that The Lord of the Rings is out is because I know so many people, or The Hobbit, that 
saw the first two that did not see this one. That was me. Yeah, it's yeah. really strange. Shakes. Now, I'm going to send it your way, Dad, because you did see The Last Hobbit, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. What would you say in terms of the other three? Was it the best of the three? This is all opinion. Okay. And what we're talking about is a lot of opinion. This whole podcast is it's all opinion. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm You're talking about. You're in the right about. place. But uh, the catch is, I would say... If I had to qualify, my, I would say that was a masterpiece. That was masterpiece. Oh, yeah. Would you put it on par with the first Lord of the Rings? No problem. <gasps> oh, what? No That's problem. Serious words what? right there. You we have will controversial see. Podcast here. You will see, <laughs> and you'll agree with me. I guarantee you. I mean, oh, please tell me the story was better than the first two because it seems like so drawn up. out. Well, when you're looking at the story and the plot and the this and that, well, all the things can. Everything's there to make a great film, and they use them. I mean, all I mean effects. Uh, but you do have the Battle of the Five Armies, which is the coolest thing that happens in The Hobbit. Yeah. Did they do yeah. the battle well? That was tremendous. And you know, I'm not into the, the violent the thing or anything, and I didn't think it was going to be. But uh, it was done so well; it was frightening. Huh. Frightening, well, yeah. well done. Ah, hmm. uh, you what? Uh, yeah, you must see it. You must see it. If you've seen the others, you must see that one. Now I feel like I've got to see it in the theater because it. I mean, we don't want yeah. to Avengers this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Oh, God. For anyone listening, I am the one guy on planet Earth that didn't see the Avengers in a movie theater. And You're then also I the saw one guy on planet like, Earth that does not like the Avengers And movie. I was like, yeah, I'm not that into it. And everybody thinks I'm an idiot. So, If we're talking about... Um, correlation there. You and I have had this conversation a lot, but Kai, could you give us a famous movie or a movie that's very well known that Gravity. you've literally never seen? <laughs> Gone with the Wind. You've never seen Gone with the Wind? I've never seen Gone with the Wind. I have never seen Gone with the Wind. Neither have I. Up until about a year ago, I had never seen Grease. Oh, wow. That's a pretty big one. That's a big one. Never seen that top to bottom. Because that's an, but it's unavoidable. At some point, you're catching some of it. Which is why I had never watched it top to bottom because I, I, I knew, I mean, I'd seen it so many bits and pieces here and there. That's a big flick. I love that. How about you, Dan? Do you have something? Other than Gone with the Wind, I, I mean, I've seen it since, but up until about four years ago, I hadn't seen Casablanca. Oh. But I did see it in the theater. Oh, that's cool, It was awesome. Man. That's cool. I'd love to great. see that in the theater. That's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I, know it's, I know it's cliche to say that, but it just But it's works. only cliche because it is that yeah. good. So what haven't you still seen? Batman 2. Really? With Danny Batman DeVito? 2? No, Batman Returns. <laughs> yes. You've never I have not seen, seen that. that. Hmm. How did you avoid that? Yeah. I just didn't go see it. Oh, wow. One of Tim Burton's <laughs> one way movies. to do it. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I've never seen 2001 A Space Odyssey. Oh, I haven't oh. seen that one either. What? Ooh. Yeah, I have you, We could probably go on a rant of Westerns that I haven't seen. That you You've never have. seen it? 2001? No. I, I saw a recut of the trailer that looked amazing. I'd say that and the other one that I haven't seen that people are just like, are you crazy? Is I've never seen Taxi Driver. Oh, God, I haven't wow. seen that either. I haven't wow. seen that. I haven't seen Deer Hunter. Oh, oh man, I got a bad one. Even though I know all about Deer Hunter, I've never seen Deer Hunter. Oh, Dan, Dan and I are just like, <laughs> we just you don't watch movies. I love Deer Hunter. I know, but it's like Beastmaster's always no on. Rambo. You know? Like, what's that? Without new, Deer Hunter, there's no Rambo. New Rambo coming. Oh, new yes. Rambo coming. Yes. Ready for this? Remember oh, how good the, good the last Rambo yeah, was? I do. We saw that. A bunch of us saw that in the theater. It was Badass midnight showing, just vi- uber violence. We rolled in like what, fifteen deep, and there were probably only twenty people in the entire theater. It going was awesome. nuts, <laughs> totally. Um, what was you remember the name of the first Rambo? The first blood. Yep. Yeah. Guess what this one's called? It's too good Last and too blood. easy. New blood. Last blood. Oh, nice. That's so it's good. It's gonna be so badass. Good call, Johnny. <laughs> what do you got, John? That you've never seen? Avengers. <laughs> what about classic? Though? Classic. Oh, classic, classic, classic. Um, I have never seen Casablanca. <gasps> oh, yeah, I haven't. I've seen it's a good one. Wind. I've seen Greece. 
class boxes type of movie. If you watch with a girl, she's gonna hook up with you. All right. It's like, you're like, and hey. if you watch it with yourself, you're gonna hook up with you. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. All, it's That's all, why Chris like, you know, so If you're much. with a girl, you're like, hey, Nazis are coming. We should probably hook up. If you're by yourself, Nazis are coming. I should probably jerk off. You know. <laughs> How about you, Dad? What's a classic that you've never seen? Bubba Hotep. You've oh. never seen Bubba? No, I, I just wow. wanted to bring that movie up because you never mentioned it. <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> you just look for yeah. a cheap pop for Bubba Hotel. Yeah. That is a great That's a master. That's a funny film. Movie. Yeah. yeah. Bubba Hotel. That <laughs> may be my favorite Bruce Campbell movie. Mm. Wow. That's awesome. Now, I heard there's a Bruce so you, Campbell you have Evil Dead TV show coming that Bruce Campbell's going to be a part of. I have not Catch heard wind of that. Mm. No. Hmm, interesting. What network? Network. We have a, we have a buddy who's actually coming on a little later, or another cast, I believe. But I, I want to ask him while I'm here. Uh, Travis, good friend of ours, uh, popular director. Yep. Uh, give us a classic that you've never seen, because I'm sure it's going to be a mind blower. Come grab a mic. You guys, uh, oh. right here. You guys grab my eye with uh, Gone with the Wind. I've actually never seen that. Wow. Get out Which of is here. Pretty, wow. yeah, I'm pretty ashamed of that. But I think I'm not yeah. going <laughs> to like it. That's my problem. Like Space Odyssey, I'm like, I'm going to like it. Taxi Driver, I'm going to like it. I Gone with the Wind. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Well, Gone with the Wind is what? Rhett Butler, right? Yeah. yeah. My brother is named after him. So Get Rhett, and I've never here. seen the flick. Ever. Wow. <laughs> but it's everybody knows the last line. That's I mean, Ultimate Rebellion. You know, yeah, right? I feel yeah, like, the, I feel like that, that whole movie builds up to that last <laughs> line, and now that I know the line, like, well, fuck, three hours, you know? Spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, Gone with the Wind is a big one for me. Interesting. That's that's funny that that is a popular one for. I've also, never I, I seen would imagine to Kane. say because it's something you've never seen Citizen Kane. No. Oh. Are you kidding? Not. That's big. There's a documentary called The Battle for Citizen Kane. I'll it's bring the, you the DVD. Oh, it's so good. It has both. On it the has DVD. both. The documentary, The Battle for Citizen Kane, is one of my favorite documentaries of all time. It's an yeah. absolute masterpiece. Yeah, it's, it's Orson Welles versus uh, William Randolph Hearst. It's the whole story. It's, oh, wow. It's stunning, dude. I mean, watch The Citizen Kane, and then you watch this documentary. The documentary, it's it's a, it's a goosebumps. It's badass. No, it's, yeah, yeah. yeah. But as is Citizen Kane. It's great. Yeah, so good. I've also, last one I just realized, I'd never seen Cleopatra either. I've never seen that, but I don't no. feel bad about that. I could give a shit about Elizabeth Taylor. How about Spinal yeah. Tap? Oh, oh, I've seen oh, that. I've seen oh. that too much. <laughs> you know, I, I know too much. I haven't seen it enough. I used to show that at the high school level. That's, That's incredible. Yeah, get, I love kids had to get permission slips. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> really, really. But um, they all loved it and enjoyed it. And uh, learned a lot about popular music. Who's kidding? Cool. I mean, because yeah. that's that's it right there. And drummer the always explodes. It was yeah. such a different time of teaching. We'll get into my dad's career a little mm -hmm. bit in a bit because uh, <laughs> a couple good stories. But Kai, uh, ready for a little segment action? Do you have yep. some records for us? You know I do. All right. <laughs> Not too many actually. Uh, so Bob Dylan put out a record this week called Shadows in the Night. I didn't even know that. Are you serious? Yeah. And I'm, I, am, I am wearing a Bob Dylan shirt right now to the <laughs> concert tonight, and I didn't know well, that. Well, before you get too excited, it's Bob Dylan it's tapping into the Great American Songbook. No way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. Well, he, he does a bunch he of standards. Yeah. Sinatra. Who the fuck wants to hear him sing Beyond the Sea? He doesn't go that. He goes a little Actually, further back. Actually, I'd kind of like to hear that now. <laughs> that would be cool. Man. It's rough. It's, I don't know if the premise scares me. and that, like, I'm just having a hard time with the whole thing. Because he was just kind of the guy that didn't need to do that. You, oh, you, no one, you can't sing. Why are you trying to do something? Just keep wailing into that mic now. And, like, and I've liked a few songs off his last few records. So I would rather him mm. just put out another one of those. It's, we should do a podcast on him sometime. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, it would be good. Uh, uh, Murder by Death, new record. Fuck yeah. Said, called Big Dark Love, out on Bloodshot. It's 
awesome. They, I, there's some real production. First time this band, they're kind of folky Americana country band. Singer's got a really low voice. They have a cello player. Super cool stuff, but they finally got some production value this time. Like I don't know who produced it. I've yet to figure it out, but it, it sounds um, incredible. Cool. I'm really cool. stoked on it. Murder by Death. Murder by Death, a uh, big dark love. A uh, band called The Title Fight, who John probably likes. Uh, love it. Kind of new record uh, called Hyperview. They've, I've, I've been casual about this band. They've, they've always been the band that could make a good record, never did. They finally made a good record. It's mm, super cool. It's awesome. Will Yip produced it, who we previously yep. mentioned, and he, he brought in two amps, and he brought in pedals, and he taught these guys about like sounds and coolness, and he yep. made it the really great record. Well, we them. played with them at Hit the Deck Festival. Oh. And uh, it was a tour that you weren't able to go yes. on. Yes. And we That's went right. up to watch them. They were in the small room at the Bristol Academy. Do you remember? It's a thin room. Yes, I do. We played with Weedis and MC Lars yes, there. Yes, we did. Oh, yeah. It was so... Were you with me, John? Yeah, I was there. It was so goddamn loud. Mm -hmm. It was like because they brought gear to rock the main room yeah. and they got put in that little room. I mean, I remember that being like ear-splittingly loud. Yeah. Yeah, well, their new record's awesome. Pennsylvania Boys. Yeah, yeah, yes, it is. And, uh, and Ty Siegel put out a live record live in San Francisco. That's awesome. People are on that guy's nuts. They People are. have always been on that guy's nuts, man. Mm -hmm. He's but he does he does some good shit. He's a lot of output. He's due to put out a record a year, whether you want it or not, maybe two some years. Multiple people I talked to at the record store when I was there over the holidays said that that was their favorite record of the year, the one before. His last record, this is live. His last record, Manipulator, his the best thing because he was another guy that suffered from production value. Great songwriting, but he just recorded in his own house and like he finally had a record that was produced in a nice studio with a little bit of money. It's so check it out, Manipulator. It's cool. really, really good. It's like the new garage kind of California garage town. He's a California kid, Costa Mesa, I think, somewhere like right. that. Awesome. Um, and then a book, actually. Daniel Handler put out a new book called We Are Pirates. Love this author. He's better known. He's an adult author, Daniel Handler, and one of, I think, right now, the single best actual writers that's out in terms of his prose. It's in it's it's beautiful. He write, he could write something completely uninteresting and make it interesting, but he's better known, he made all his money, being the children's author, Lemony Snicket. Get ah. out of here. Yeah, he's also an adult author. He puts out a book every couple of years. This is his new one. It's an adult book. but I was called, very disappointed by that Lemony Snicket movie. <clears throat> oh, don't even get me started. I read all 13 <laughs> of those books. You think I, oh, Ugh. it was terrible. But it's a new book. I've, I'm only two chapters in, but I'm loving it thus far. Just cool. came out cool. yesterday. Have you guys here heard of something called the Serial Podcast? Yes. yes. Oh, yes. I listen to the it's whole everywhere. thing. You listen to the whole thing? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everybody? Yep. I have not. I heard part of the first episode. I haven't listened to it. I saw Aaron the other day, and he was like, dude. He's alive. He was like, you got to listen to this. And he basically told me that when he was out with Cracker over the holidays, David Lowry turned him on to it. And it's, correct me if I'm wrong, a podcast. NPR host does it. By the This American Life people. Yeah, This American Life about a murder. And yes. it's just all these twists. Re-examining a case, uh -huh. taking a case that was a, that was oh, it's over. It's, the case is done and the trial's over, and they're re-examining it and trying to solve. Because it was it was sort of even though it was there was a verdict given, it was a very open-ended case. So mm -hmm. it's them trying to re-examine it and trying to figure out what exactly happened. But it's supposedly it's so well done that it's a, a an addicting kind of thing. It is only because. So I I love I have like not the, listened to it yet. I loved like the first three episodes, and then it started to drag on for me. Okay, and I committed myself to finishing it, 
and I will never listen to another episode of it again. Okay. It's one and done. It's the it's just you it I'm not going to spoil I'm not going to say anything. Okay. Listen to it, we'll talk about it. Okay. I hated it. You hated it. Hate it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's a waste of your goddamn time. <laughs> Did Sandra Bullock commit the murder? Is no. that what? Oh no, he was no, in no. space. No, no, no. It was finally Fuck gravity. gravity. <laughs> it was, it's certainly intriguing, but it's just a waste of time. Okay. Did oh, you read Kai? Did you read the the book about uh, Jesus's life? The guy from Ventura wrote it. Yes, the Christopher Moore about Jesus yeah. when he was a teenager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Okay. Yeah, it is amazing. Lamb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh, funny. It's really funny. Yeah. Yeah. His writing in general. Have you? He has another one that I think you'd really like, where he he wrote about sort of the impressionists mm-hmm. and the expressionists, and about how they were basically there was like a demon muse that was mm-hmm. infecting the blue that they all used that was causing <laughs> them all to do these crazy things. It's it's great. Hey, he's a local writer, local he author. Yeah, is he yeah. Santa Barbara? He he was Santa he was Santa Barbara. Then now he's San Francisco, but he started out Santa Barbara, then San Luis Obispo. Cool. Then. And I got a Ray Bradbury autograph, which I'm so proud to have. Oh, I remember uh, that. Chris and I bought it at a bookstore. Yep. And um, that great bookstore. The, the gentleman Iliad. told me, "Yeah, this is worth usually more money." I said, "What do you mean?" He says, "He signs everything." I said, "Okay." He said, and "Actually, he did a lot of signings, which is okay." But um, I was happy to get that, and uh, you know, it was a thrill for me. I love Ray Bradbury. He's oh, he's my, one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so good. He's the king. Absolutely. Well, Dad, you are out here. To see Willie Nelson? No, I'm, I came out here to watch, uh, well, actually, to watch you box this morning. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Which was frightening. The myth is true. Yeah, oh, the myth is true. And he's going to be story, fighting. Story for another time, yeah. Dad. Thank you very much. No. Wait, no. No way. Story for now. We're giving Hoss a little publicity here, who's a tremendous manager, tremendous uh, agent, on and on, who uh, manages... Uh, <laughs> Bringing you on here has already been a bad idea. No, <laughs> this has been the... Uh, no, no, no. This, this time is, to send the old man home. <laughs> this is true. I met uh, the uh, one of the champions there, got his autograph, Santana. It was a, a real, oh, yeah. real thrill mm-hmm. to see those guys. I was really excited about it. And uh, well, your mother's going to have a fit when she finds out that you are going to box. Does she listen to this? A you match. are going to box? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, man. I love out her. with it now. And guess who has to tell her? Right. I do. All right. Okay. Yeah. Unless okay. She, you, maybe you don't. She can listen to this. Just, just yeah. tell her to listen in. Well, she probably <laughs> will. She probably in, will. In which case, you are telling her anyway. I am telling her. At least look out. <laughs> okay. Well. This is your official notification. It's out. Okay. Here we go. I. Uh, Come out of the closet, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Two years ago. I woke up and I got fat and I don't know how it happened, but I did. (laughs) So, um, I accepted that and I was like, man, I got to get back in shape and lose weight. And, and as you guys well know, I love boxing. I've always been a fan of it. Super fan of the sport. Friends with a couple fighters here, friends with a guy that owned a gym. Yeah. I took him to many matches in junior high school, which is very scary. Um, and I went to, um, I basically started going to a I'm gym. Not, I'm not a boxer either. To, 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 to lose weight and, and, and get back in shape and started to run and started to do all that stuff. And I did that for like a year and I learned little stuff here and there. And last year I was like, man, I really kind of want to learn more and just get better at this beyond just I lost some weight and feel better and healthier. So I started to do that and I had the epiphany that I've put all this work in and I've learned all this stuff that I want to like – Fuck it. 
I want to have now very to be very clear on this before you guys think I'm completely insane. Um, I want to have an amateur boxing match. Very clear on this. That means you wear headgear. That means you wear over gloves that are much bigger. This is not what you see on TV where guys are knocking each other out and all that kind of stuff. There is also a sanctioning body in the United States for amateur athletics. They have something called the master's division. In all honesty, it's old guy, bucket list, midlife crisis shit. It's not, you know, they try and equal you up and it's, 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 so I'm definitely playing it down. Um, So I just said, I want to try and do this. I looked into it. I researched it. I started working more and actually started to spar where you actually get the feel of it and realize, oh, shit, this is – Someone's hitting me. This is hard as fuck and it hurts. So I started to do that and eventually at the top of this year, I got permission from my coach that I was ready to have – and again, sort of a one and done thing, but I've always, when I was a little kid, wanted to do it. And uh, yesterday – I got the phone call um, that I uh, have an actual match, legitimate. They found an wow. opponent in That's my awesome. a- age range. And you don't have to put the date on blast, but I have to know. Yeah, we got to be there. I would love it's for you coming. guys to be there. Is your I opponent, make shirts? I would love for you guys to be there. Is your opponent Aaron? <laughs> <laughs> now, keep in mind, my last boxing match was Dan Clark with oversized sumo gloves at a party that For we played. For the record, I and, won. And he did. <laughs> so, I've um, seen you ultimate fight Aaron Goldberg and win. Yeah, can yeah. you choke your opponent? No, you cannot. Because <laughs> that's the last time I saw you fight. That's what so happened. To be on- your, we've all been choked. Yeah, you. so to be honest with you, I'm super, super excited. But there's a part of me that's also, to be honest, scared because I'm of like, course. what the fuck? did I just do? <laughs> I kind of talked myself into this and then I, you know, and again, this is on me. I went and called the person that runs it and said, I'm interested in doing this. And I did it at the end of last year and they said, it's very difficult to find somebody your age, or your weight class. Cause it's kind of a lot of older guys and stuff. But I got the call yesterday. That she's like, we have another card. Uh, and you know, you know, we have a spot, we have a guy, we think it's a good fit. This is the scary thing. And I'll stop talking about this is the scary thing is as much as they try and match you and make it equal, you truly don't know when it's a guy's first fight, the experience level. You, it could be up against somebody. Maybe he boxed in the Navy. Maybe you know he has a right. bunch of smoker fights, and this is his first one that's going to be on record. I, I'm doing it how you're supposed to. I'm honest. I've never had any fights. I want to try it once. It's a one-time thing. But maybe not. But maybe not. Maybe he's like me, and it's fair. But I'm 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 gonna do it. Um, I have a lot of training over the next three weeks, and come hell or high water, I'm gonna go for it. But I was also warned that. Due that, to guys being older, you know, these things have a way of falling apart left and right. So it was like, prepare for it, plan on it, but don't hesitate that it, a call could come in. Hey, but. regardless, man, that's bad. I'm proud of you. Thanks, Thanks man. You got some balls, that's dude. Awesome. Thanks, you, guys. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you I very much. I would never do that. Can we watch it on GFL.tv? <laughs> I'm far <laughs> too large of a coward to ever step in a ring with another human. Yeah, and I'm a huge pussy. You guys know that better than anybody. You know, I'll run yeah. for a fight. Not as huge as you think. Well, yeah, you, you run quite well, Chris, because you've uh, won close to 10 trophies and awards for running, which scares sure. me. I love you dearly, Dad, but that's the YMCA 5K, and it only happened three times. But yeah, I appreciate well, that. I appreciate that. I still I, picture you running behind like, like three like little 15, Mac in between so. the levels, and Mike Tass's punch yeah. out. You're just running behind. True. I only run when police chase so, me. Yeah. So that's my so situation. I'll, I'll, keep, I'll keep everyone posted on the developments, but I have not ruled out the fact that I may completely chicken out because I may realize that I'm in over my head significantly. Nah, you're you in now, dude. You're in. 
Yeah. You can't I now. Like, you told the world. Like, yeah. you know, oh, God. Yeah, that now we terrible. Gotta, now we've got to come back when you're undefeated. Yeah, exactly. Retired, you know. So, again, it's, <laughs> it's, it. it's in great. perspective, but I'm going to do it. Yeah, I would love for you guys to come. I mean, it's, we got to get you a be, silk robe. It's going to be. <laughs> I'm telling you. Right even you an intro if, theme. Regardless of whether you win or lose, we've got to do it right. Yeah. Yeah, you need a posse with like 42 yeah. people to come out with you. you know, yeah. <laughs> Totally. So I'm, I'm, I'm freaking, but this just happened. Literally, I found out yesterday and, you know, I, I said, I'd be on newsy cap and chewed cigar duty. Yeah. (laughs) But I am, I am also bracing myself for the cold reality of this is different than sparring and it's not some guy working with you and trying stuff and you getting better. This is someone who's trying to take your head off. You know, this is somebody well, sure. he, he's But this, you're trying to take his head off too. Yeah, that's true. But I don't know if I got hit square in the nose for the first time. I'm like, okay, fuck this. That's <laughs> that's or, so. but, but maybe that would light the fire and you'd be like, you hit me? Yeah. Maybe that's where you can finally get that rage. Yeah, I think that's more in the movies Given though. The so dark side I don't know what I've gotten myself into, but I've worked towards Listen to it. Vader. And I, 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 I've definitely increased my ability. It's not one of those things where I just woke up and said, I'm going to do this. I've really been in secrecy, just kind of doing it, not trying to talk about it, not trying to tell people. <clears throat> and it's a bucket list thing. I'll be able to say that, hey, I did it. I, I worked hard <laughs> at something and did it, you know? That's all. And I saw him uh, bucks with his, uh, his coach. Hoss, and uh, it scared me because... Well, I didn't tell my dad. I just brought him to the gym. Yeah. And he was and like, I what thought, the fuck? Why are you putting all this stuff on? And I <laughs> thought, uh-oh, he's going to fight. <laughs> and I was informed that, yeah, he's going to fight. I'm going to fight right now, dad. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's that. So I got to lay off the boost for three weeks. But let me tell you, when that's done, I'm fucking back on the beer train with you boys. I may get one of those <laughs> untapped apps and just get busy. You, know? <laughs> you go You go straight 500 strong first week. Yeah. <laughs> Take I'm undefeated. On it's only you got like a, a football yeah. player. I just have this total vision. Like you guys come down, it's awesome, and you're there, and everything's cool, and the scene cuts, and I wake up in a hospital. <laughs> you know, like Sweden's got some weird fucking Christian Science prayer going on. You, know? you have a huge beard. <laughs> a beard. Everyone I know is gone. You know what I mean? It's idiocracy. It's like you were frozen for 200 years. Electrolytes. Did That's I win? No, you didn't. <laughs> you, know, you know, Willie Nelson is uh, here tonight, which we're going to see. Which is a real thrill, but uh, tomorrow we're going to see uh, the Big Lebowski himself. We're going to see Conan O'Brien tomorrow. Oh hell yeah! And awesome. Jeff Bridges is the guest. He's on Conan. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Is he, is he speaking or playing music or both? I think he's speaking. I think he's he actually the record musical record. guest is Slash. Yeah, we had doing a what special treat? Just noodling, abiding. He's with another I mean, band. He's with the dude, and the dude abides. That's yeah. Slash, man. Did he just milk it all the way? Huh? He plays with everybody, man. He does. I saw him play with Dave Grohl and that big Dave Grohl extravaganza. He came out and just just literally shredded the same scale the whole time. You know, I'm always kind of capping on you about your, you know, you how you put Dave Grohl on this pedestal, and uh-huh. you know, I'm like, the, you know, I like Dave Grohl, but I just don't think he is what he is. Driving with my dad in the car today is like. Just see that Dave Grohl special? I'm just like, oh my god! It's just—I mean, literally, he has penetrated every facet of reality. But you're just too because what you have to understand is that he's not evil; he's good. <laughs> you just see his—you see the wrong side of the girl. I will tell you this: I was a Freebirds to burrito girl, today. Come to the girl. And there was a, a Nirvana track on, and it was a B-side track, but it hit. So good. I haven't listened to Nirvana in a long time. You know and why it's so good? Them drums. I know. That's actually what I heard. I was like, <laughs> damn, that boy is ripping. That is like yeah. a 22-year-old who played drums for 10 years, and he finally got his shot. Yeah. And the perfect – and finally got a shot that he understands. Like he came with a guy that writes songs like he writes songs and comes from the same background, and he knew exactly how to play the drums for yeah. it. It was pretty perfect. Badass. Pretty badass. Yeah. Well, hey, let's get to the controversy that's really brewing, the important stuff that matter. 
the issue of on this podcast, you lost, I dis- you lost beer pong. I, dis- <laughs> I discussed. I discussed. Don't listen to your son, Mister J. That, you lost that match. <laughs> that I that I have a mobbed up uncle by the name of who's no longer with us. God bless. You know, uh, by the name of I'm not saying you uncle don't have a- Hugo Tortellini. <laughs> No, Chris. No, wait, wait, wait. wait. This is what exists. What I was saying is, don't feed him. We need the truth. (laughs) Mr. J, is there a man named Hugo and or Gino Tortellini? (laughs) No, not really. (laughs) I can't believe you would deny. We're not going to mention the actual name. But he is. I know what's happening here. Just because he was La Costa Nostra, you don't want to admit. You want to keep the family secret. Don't be silly. Remember when he brought me in the basement and made me burn that picture of the saint in the ash in my hand? (laughs) No, I can't say that. And dump it into the bowl of tortellini. (laughs) (laughs) Dump it in some boiling water with some sauce. You do have an uncle who is, um, uh, well, was a member of uh, that particular organization. Blood, right? Blood relative. Whose name I'm not going to mention, but you do have an uncle, yeah. Thank God I'm very Was he blood? Was his last name Tortellini? Was his last no, name no, Tortellini? No. <laughs> no, we're not going to get the last name. His last name <laughs> it wasn't that. Was not, okay. Mystery solved. Tortellini was pretty good, though. I laugh at Tortellini. Do I, did I have an Uncle Hugo, though? <laughs> yeah, you have an Uncle Hugo. By and what was his last name? Tortorello. Oh, I was off by a vowel? <laughs> well, that's about it. <laughs> yeah, but that's... Yeah. that's no, no, oh, Tortorello oh, is pretty oh, far oh, off from Tortellini and Tortorello. Polar difference. I've never eaten a Tortorello. Polish difference. I've had many tortellini, <laughs> never too. a tortellini. So you're saying I have an uncle or well, I had... Well, he passed away, yes. Passed away yeah. by the name of Hugo Tortellano? Tortorello. 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 And he was mobbed up. No, no, not at all. Not in any way, shape, or form. He was a gentleman. Gentleman. Enough. But you're saying there was someone else in the family that was mobbed up. We, yeah, but he was a gentleman too. Also not named Tortellini. Yeah, so would named. you say that due to mob rules, that makes me protected? No. Guess we'll find no. out at your fight. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't look Am for I protection there. No. No, you're not, not protected. Not protected. You're not a made man. If you do mm. something wrong, you're going to pay this for is it. Nor are you related to a tortellini. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I remember him. Yeah, he great. made pasta. Yeah, of course. He, he showed up with it. <laughs> he did. There's the confusion. He did. Tortorello made tortellini. <laughs> just combined good. them. It was good. <laughs> the best gravy I've ever had. Aunt uh, Mary's. That's another oh. debate: gravy or sauce. Uh, well, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. You're ta- Italian. It's gravy, and I'm Polish, so what do I know? <laughs> I know it's delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Dad, you have had. Uh, I guess we have solved that mystery. I do not have an uncle Hugo Tortellini. That's very true. <laughs> very true. Just a lot of confusion. He made tortellini. Yeah. I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, Dad. You've had a very varied career. You were a music man. You were an educator for many years. You own a music store in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Where did where did I mean? Uh, where did music all start for you? What, what what's the genesis? Because oh. you came from a small coal mining town. Yeah, it's coal mining town. No, nothing fancy. Um, a building which was a miner's house. Nothing fancy. And uh, to the right of it, set of railroad tracks, and behind it, a comb bank. You guys know what a comb bank is? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's scraps from the mine. Nobody tells you about that. But there, there's in my backyard. I had a comb bank. I used to play with fossils. You know, you know, crack a rock open, and something was in it. And we, we had a lot of fun. But um, train went by every day, and I could practically hit the engineer's hand. And uh, you know, um, that sort of uh, was symbolic of what I did because I got away, which wasn't easy. And you know, in high school, right? High school football. 
well, I, I wasn't going to be on a high school football team because I'm afraid of needles, right? So he said, hell with that, I'll become a musician. And um, I did. And um, I sort of got out by doing that. But um, back then, steroids were very popular because they were considered vitamins. So pe- people were getting steroids, which no problem. And it didn't, well, today it's a whole different world. But um, I'm not getting no needles. And since then, I've had uh, a brain operation or two, actually 10 of them. <laughs> and uh, I got about 5,000 needles. So I was going to be like a pirate, you know, since I conquered this. I'm going to get me a tattoo. And I said, nah, no thanks. Don't need any more needles. So you're saying your fear of needles, which you would have yeah. had to have played high school football, high school football yeah. you decided to check out music. Yeah, oh, positively. And yeah. that was all she wrote. You That's became wrote. an obsessive. Yeah, positively. Now, your genesis is originally classical music, right? That's kind of where you kind of got your made your bread and butter in college, for lack of a better word? Uh, yeah, positively, mm-hmm. positively. That mm-hmm. good old pentatonic scale. Who's, who's your favorite composer? Oh, man. I, I, Franz Liszt, I know more about him than I can begin to tell you because I wrote uh, a master's dissertation about his life and the music of Franz, uh, the music of Franz Liszt in the Faust Symphony, which is kind of cool, but they didn't accept it. So they had to write one on Schubert, which is boring as hell. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then also I know more about Tom Waits than Tom Waits actually knows about himself. So those two people I know a great deal so about. So Liszt and Tom Waits are, Liszt and Tom Waits are my two favorite gotcha. composers, yeah. Now, um, little known fact, this is very heavy metal. Um, I know you don't like to talk about it, but what was the name of your high school band? My high school band? Mm-hmm. Lucifer. That's badass. Yeah. That is badass. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. And you were ahead of your time because we're yeah. talking, yeah. we're not talking late 70s, yeah. we're was, talking late 60s. It was fashionable. That's all it was. You yeah, know? but you were, you were doing the metal thing. Like yeah, there, yeah. Was, there was Deep Purple, Sabbath, and yeah. Lucifer. Did yeah. that freak yeah. people out? Yeah. Were there people that were made uncomfortable by that? No, not at all. Kids That's enjoyed cool. it. But um, I still have one of the original Lucifer business cards from yeah. 69. That's, That's incredible. Awesome. Yeah, it's funny. But, and you threw a concert in your backyard, correct? Yeah. What was that called? Bloodstock? Um, was, yeah, something like that, right? <laughs> but yeah, we did it, uh, you know, um, there was a field beneath that comb bank, and uh, we had a little woodstock, which was kind of neat. And a lot of people came, and, it, you know, for a number of years they had it. I don't know how long it lasted, but uh, yeah, that was kind of neat, too. That was back in, you know, 69. Cool. So you went to college for music, and then you yeah. ended up becoming a music teacher yeah. for mm-hmm. your whole career and also yeah. opening up a music store. Yeah. Positively. So your entire life has been music based? Yes. Mm hmm. Well, how about some of your favorite concerts? Because we're going to a concert tonight, but you and I have been seeing concerts. You took me to my first concert when I was in kindergarten. Well, uh, probably the, my favorite one was the Hooters. Which is my first concert ever. Which is the first concert I took you to, and you were standing there with a little uh, T-shirt on, which came down to uh, beneath your knees, rocking with the Hooters. Do you guys yep. remember the Hooters? Oh, yeah. I, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. still wears his shirts in that fashion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. That's you changed go. And they're still Hooters shirts. I yeah. still have Hooters shirts. <laughs> And uh, that was probably my favorite one, seeing you uh, enjoy that. And my second favorite one was... Uh, Bowling- yeah, you sent me down the road to poverty that night. That yeah, was I, it. That's I, all she wrote. I, I want to do you. music, Dad. Thanks and a yeah, fucking lot. And you probably remember when, uh, when you were telling me you want to become a musician. I said, no, become a priest, a lawyer, a nun, but not a musician. Anything. The computer anything is going to eat it alive. It hadn't then, but it has now. And you press Spotify and you'll see where the industry yeah. went. My dad, big technological breakthrough. As you know, I'm a mechanical man, so I can't do shit. <laughs> My dad's on a whole other level. Like, you know, I mean, like, it's it's rough. And he found Spotify. So it's game over. So he's over. ahead of you. We had to tell you about Spotify. <laughs> it's it's over. game over yeah. for him. Actually, that's not true. Chris was the yes. first person I knew to use Spotify. That's yes. true because it was invite only because it was still in yeah. Europe and you had some weird... 
job connection or something. It's called La Costa Nostra. He sent me a Spotify link. <laughs> Well, get my hooters on. The next, the next, the next one was uh, they might be giants. When I took you to oh, see yeah. them yes. in Philadelphia, sixth grade. Yeah, we had backstage passes, and you got their autographs, and you were blown away at that concert. And I think that's what led you into music. Yep, and you definitely one of my autographs. favorite bands. Yeah. Up, the, hanging yeah. up in the garage. Yeah. yeah, you've seen them before. Oh, so yeah. have them. And uh, very sad story. Went backstage, took pictures with them, and the old cameras. You know, we talk about now with the yeah. digitals. You see what you get. Well, you didn't see what you get. Oh, and yeah. a <laughs> photo exists of literally like my arm and all black oh yeah it was like the, the johns were vampires and i'm saying i saw them prime dude flood tour that's incredible flood tour. next night they were on letterman i was in the sixth grade it was awesome very scary yeah mm-hmm. my dad took me to any show ever including the infamous rap concert yes that was a great deal of fun <laughs> we went in to the quotes. spectrum and you know i i see no color and i, I mean that honestly but um chris and his little friend and myself were three, um, shall we say, white people in an auditorium filled with black people. Yeah, and you, for the listener, you have to understand, this isn't rap. In like 19, what, 88? Yes, I actually think spot on. I think it was 1988. I think you hit the nail on the head. This was a time when rap wasn't multicultural or generational. It was still very, very much an art form. It that was, was total black, urban, urban. upcoming art form. We went to a concert in Philadelphia. I was a huge kind. I've discussed that both of us were rap fans early on. And I would make a point that I was like the first white kid in my town to really like rap. I'm talking third, fourth grade. And that's very true. But the fascinating thing about it, that concert is this. Everybody wondered like, what am I doing there with the two kids? And I said, I'm here because I want to hear the music. I yeah. want to hear what it sounds like. And this, and this then is, they like me. This you know? is Philadelphia, yeah. Pennsylvania. Cool. Yeah. And this is one of the first, and this sounds crazy, but this is one of the first arena rap shows that's ever come to the city. And I remember the entire bowl, the entire arena, and this is very true. You only, you, you knew how many white people were there. You knew the exact number of white people because you could physically see them because they were white. There were 10 white people in 15 thousand person arena and there's my dad god love him with long hair and a hat it's like the exact opposite of a john mayer concert yeah exactly (laughs) and two 10 year olds and uh it was and this is this is true i knew something wasn't quite right like i was young enough to know that like a sense of danger and not danger in a sense of a racial thing but just rap was still very underground these were and these were and not pretty angry at yeah these first. were not high school kids and, and just, there was someone know, there that might have shot me because it was during the uh uh, the wars that these people have once in a while. Yeah, I mean, it was it, there was hoods hanging out. It had yeah. nothing to do with color. It was just yeah, it, was, it was it was hood music, and there were some thugs up in that joint. And I'll never forget a cop car comes out on stage, right? And this and, is the man. And, and a cop car comes out on stage. The lights are going, and there's cops down in the front row, right? And fucking Ice T comes out as a surprise guest and stands on top of the cop car. And this is Ice T before Law and yeah, Order. Yeah, yeah. Stands out top Long of Kai's corner. He's like, "Yo, fuck the police!" And the place erupts. And I remember my dad going, "Oh shit!" <laughs> you know. And then he launched into colors, dude. I mean, it's so badass. So it's one of it's honestly, and I mean this sincerely, Dad. It, it's it to this day, it's the greatest, uh, the greatest showing of love that you ever gave me because you knew how dangerous that was. But you literally, I wanted this so bad, Kai. I mean, literally for months, I begged and begged. And he took me there. And like my mom said to this day that when we left, 
she wasn't quite sure if she was ever going <laughs> to see us again, you know, two hours into the city to go to this gangster rap concert, you know, but, and when we got out of there, my dad, when, got, when the, the, it, again, it was unknown to what little press was out was like, this is scary shit. Yeah. Yeah. This is radical. And yeah. he took me and my friend Jason bidding under the arm, like footballs, like footballs. My dad doesn't run. I mean, I haven't seen my dad run in years he took us like footballs through that parking lot just sprinting to the car but correct me if i'm wrong not an incident not a problem no. nobody hassled no, us and the, oh, no not at all and the but ne- people were shocked it was more out of like because there were no was tr- that three white people yeah there were no children there i mean forget yeah, white yeah, kids yeah. There, this was not a time when a kid would go to a rap concert and we were elementary school kids <laughs> you know i have to confess that when i taught high school and i mentioned the rappers that i saw yeah, it was pretty cool. Legends. We yeah. saw legends yeah. in we their We saw prime. legends. Were- uh, ready for the lineup? Ice-T. Yeah. Biz Markey. Uh, Eric B. and Rockham. Oh, wow. Kumo D. And Boogie Down Productions. I mean, not KRS-One. Yeah. Boogie. Now, Scott Rock was dead, but Boogie Down Productions, you know? Pretty amazing. Special night, special night. You know? All legends. Yeah. Every person you just mentioned. Yeah. Been to a lot of great concerts. We've seen everybody and... That's a deal. And then I have to confess, that probably another great concert was uh, when you guys were in northern France. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Came out and visited yeah. us and saw us play in northern France in an arena. Yeah. yeah. That was you you sold out 17,000 tickets. And we <laughs> were probably responsible you. for two of those, yeah. one being yours. <laughs> yeah. Not that that matters. Uh, that, that was definitely a weird. That, I mean, God damn, wasn't there for that one. That one kills. It was, that building, damn, was like. It was intense. What the fuck? It, it was, was one of those things where we rolled into town and we're like, I wonder where we're playing. Could it be that thing that we can see from every angle? Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Wow. It was, that, that was, was most wild. impressive. That was yeah. wild. Yeah. Especially now to think, I mean, the Dropkick Murphys were on that and they just keep getting bigger. Yeah. Like it's getting bizarre. Ed you know? said right now they're so, they're doing so well that they don't know what to do because it's like that too big of... How do we tour? It's like now? a weird Buffett thing almost. It's like yeah. they're like if you're into Irish, I mean punk. Just yeah, punk, they're just there, but they're, it's so fun. And on St. Patrick's Day, they just go to the highest bidder. Oh yeah, they go to the whole world, and who's going to pay us the most amount of money to play St. Patrick's? And then Day? whoever was going to pay the second most gets flogging Molly. Yeah, I was going to say poor <laughs> flogging Molly just got overshadowed. I have to confess, then the is, third most you get young Dubliners. This is oh. sociological, but we're, we're <laughs> backstage and Celtic uh, women. The the, uh, the lead singer to uh, that particular band is always oh, a tough guy, and he's really a nice guy. But my friend goes to him, where'd you get that ridiculous, silly-looking shirt? And he goes, where are you from? She goes, Philadelphia. And he starts laughing. He said, that's the greatest town in reality to play hockey. Of course, it's a Boston Bruins shirt. Um, and uh, he said, yeah, that's a great town. We did a big benefit for them. We made all this money, and... Uh, they invited us to a game, and we came down when we they made the announcement, and they started booing us because of our Boston shirts. <laughs> <laughs> That's Philly. Yeah, you got to love Philly for that yeah. reason. Well, with all that said, Dad, it's very nice to have you sitting on the podcast. We appreciate you listening every week and spreading the word. Oh, yeah. oh no doubt about it. Yeah, and, and here's the many great concerts, including the one tonight. Yeah. Hopefully, Willie Nelson's which, awesome. Which is going to be great. Yeah, hope so. Well, you know, Bobby cool. and her Bosendorfer is going to be there. Bobby's his sister. Oh, I, yeah. the whole family will be there. Yeah. You know what I mean by a Bosendorfer? Yeah. No. That's a piano. Mm-hmm. Franz Liszt, uh, the company sent him two Bosendorfers long, long time ago. You know Franz Liszt? Liszt yeah. the mania guy? And um, 
he loved them, and of course, she takes one on tour. So she'll be there with her Bosendorfer. Wow. <laughs> and I uh, hope that's insured. And since, <laughs> since you put me on blast, Dad, I'm going to return the favor. Okay. There is a uh, very, very preliminary. Are you boxing, Mr. J? <laughs> <laughs> no way. There's very, very preliminary talk of the first ever Mr. J solo record. Oh. <laughs> and preliminary talk about Uh-oh. potentially having that record done either on-site in Jersey with a fly-out for Jay Sweeves behind the controls. That'd be awesome. Or coming out here oh, yeah. doing you some of this. I wonder if you about that, John Bonnie. Yeah. <laughs> Later. So that could, after all John these bon years, first it. ever record, and you're thinking, again, this is preliminary. I know it's in the works down the road, but you're thinking pot- potentially an all-synthesized album. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. It's all going to be synthesized, yeah. I love the idea yeah. of that. Yeah. Like some blazing crazy Emerson Lake and Palmer no, stoner no, no, music. No, nothing like that. It's, like, it's, it's original. Like switched on Bach or? Um, <laughs> it's sort of he paintings. The, he played the shit out of that, by the way. I, I remember know. as a kid switched oh, on Bach. Yeah, it was amazing. Awesome. Yeah, that was something. Um, no, it's just it's going to be creative uh, synthesis. You know, it, no, it's not pop of any sort in any way, shape, or form. But uh, I've been working on it, and I have um, a lot of ideas which are coming. You know, it's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen sooner than you think. But the, yeah, no, it's not to sell. It's just to give to friends. Mm-hmm. Like you guys would get a kick out of it. I think Nothing that's else. I think that's cool as hell Nothing after all these else. years. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. And you know, it's just going to be me. Nothing fancy. But we would live in a weird time where that'll be some weird freaky thing where it becomes a massive cult hit. Like, you hear about that teacher in Jersey no, who no, made no. this like stoner no. rock epic. No, you know? no, 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 uh, it's going to be crazy. That's coming up. Then you're going to have to tour like Willie Nelson at 82 years old. Tour like Willie Nelson? Yeah. Maybe with Willie Nelson. Um, Maybe with Willie Nelson. I'd have hemorrhoids just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> he does too. <laughs> awesome. No well, dear listener, as always, we, we truly, truly appreciate you being here. How are we doing on time, Dan? Is, is, uh, we're in 50 minutes. We're good? We're doing good? Yeah, yeah, yeah we're awesome. fine. Excellent, excellent. Kai's got a clock there, but it's... Yeah. Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> He's on Kai time. Let's talk about gravity for a second. <laughs> All right. Okay. My, okay. Let's, for the listener, toe to toe. Kai attacked gravity on the podcast once, and my dad apparently was a huge fan, called me up, and he's like, Chris, I got to talk to you. got to talk to you real quick. That that Kai, that Kai, he's a pisser. Your dad how or can, William Shatner? How can he go over, how, how can he go after gravity like that? That movie is great. That movie is great. So, Dad, please state your case as to why that was a great I'm just wondering film. how a movie – Based on emotion and based on some science fiction, I mean, intense science what fiction, emotion? can capture you without even wondering why there's only two people in the cast. And doesn't it? It wasn't I the don't two people. It was that. the fact that I knew absolutely nothing about the. Like, how am I supposed to be emotionally invested in people? Because maybe they're both bastards. And if they're both bastards, <laughs> well, they maybe, probably are. Maybe their bastardly actions are what got them in that predicament in the first dude, place. I, Bastard, then I don't, dude, real quick. Bastardly actions is an amazing name for either a record or a backup. It's a good band. name for a ska band. <laughs> yeah, Kai Dodson and the I bastardly have, actions. Bum, 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 bum. I have a friend that really hates Will Ferrell. I can't even understand why. How can you hate Will Ferrell? You can't. He's all humor. He's all humor. And I I try to have her explain why you hate Will Ferrell. I just can't stand him. Well, I don't know what it is. Socioeconomic. I mean, I suppose that's like a. I feel that way about Jim Carrey. He just annoys me and just. The way he speaks, I just okay. Can't. Well, you're thinking with the same logic, yeah. Okay, but, no, but I, I accept I mean, I, but, that. I accept yeah. that more than Will Ferrell. He's just because it, he's me with Jim Carrey. I li- actually like him when he's a serious actor. His comedic is just too over the top. It's too much. It's too physical. That's just not. I don't find it funny. Will Ferrell, I don't get. That's he. I think he's the Steve Martin of our time. I think he's. 
I agree. Genius. Do you think he currently greatest living comic film actor? Not necessarily like a stand-up guy, but I think single greatest comedian period right now. Really? Yeah, I Alive. think he could go right now, put together a stand-up set, and take anybody on. I just think he's that. He understands oh. funny in that way. That's my faith in Will Ferrell. But I, yeah, I really do. I, I think I'd back you on that. Look at that George Bush thing he did. It was, it's, it was ridiculously brilliant dude Ricky ashley Bobby was pretty good too it was great i could go see a set of ashley schaefer material exactly <laughs> him on stage just doing ashley schaefer yeah. it's just, i don't it's, know man it's, it's, well listen you guys have something really uh, a lot of fun here and i enjoy listening to it and i thank you for doing it and um hats off i, ho- I hope you make whatever you're trying to make to uh, happen in life and you know what else can i say Thank you Enjoy. Well, thanks for being here, Mr. J. Oh, thank you. Happy I'm, to have I'm you. I'm honored to be here, no doubt about it. Go back anytime. I'm surrounded by fame. What can I say? <laughs> As John is very famous in these parts. Where? Dan, you're about to uh, rebut the Will Ferrell statement real quick? Uh, only, only in the stand-up sense, because I've never seen him do stand-up. I, I'm with you that he gets comedy like nobody else does, and he I can just pretty much do could. anything. I just assume he could. But when you're talking about stand-up, I don't know if I agree with that. I would love to see I'm a that, pretty, though. Yeah. Will Ferrell stand-up? Don't, don't, don't get me wrong. Okay. I just don't know. Who's the best stand-up right now? Oh, right now? I... I don't know. I'm not too entrenched in that world. But Louis, I mean, God, Louis is kicking my ass. Yeah, I'm knee deep in his show. You like his stand up is. Yeah. He's more Patton's active gotten, than Patton. For and, me, and, and Patton's gotten weak. His last stuff, Patton's last stuff wasn't as good as Louis' Kids stuff ruined is. some people, and kids made Louis better, and kids killed Patton. God, Louis so good. In my opinion. You guys He's probably so know Will Ferrell made some really bad movies. Yeah. They weren't I funny at all. There's yeah. a couple, there's a couple rough ones. Yeah. There's a couple rough ones. Yeah, there's family tremendous ones, that. but there's some bad ones, which he sort of brushes aside. Did you see recently he's filming a new movie with Mark Wahlberg? Did you catch this online? No. And at a basketball game. Pelicans game or whatever halftime he came out and they shot a scene do you hear about this Travis yeah and he I guess the the bit and the thing is he's you know despondent or gets drunk at a ball game right and he's trying to impress a kid or some shit like that and he wins the you get to throw the ball half court right so they did it like they filmed it as if it was real just to get real crowd reactions and stuff correct me if I'm wrong Travis yeah, yeah. and so he goes he goes half court but the vibe is he's drunk right <laughs> so one of the cheerleaders on the side is an actress. She's actually a wrestler, so she knows how to take a bump. So Will Ferrell goes up to throw the ball like a baseball, and he hurls the ball as hard as he possibly can directly in this ball girl's face, like knocking her out, knocking her out fake, but half the crowd thinks Didn't that this know. is completely real. So like the stretcher comes out and people start pelting stuff at Will oh, Ferrell, shit. like he's like this dickhead celebrity and literally like it went online and people are dumb. They don't even read the oh, captions. So They're great. just like watching drunk Will Ferrell knocks out ball girl and like oh, he's God. getting all this hate mail and stuff and people are like, it's just, that's how great he is that he would pull that off. That's awesome. You know? It was like when he went and pitched that in that minor oh league game. God. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Was that I hilarious? Mean, just, yeah. he's just that is so bright. That, that, that didn't end up being a character in, in Eastbound Kills. Which we me. thought it was. We, we were convinced. Rojo Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> so amazing. Comes out to the mound with a sixer. It's, and, and like the way he opens the beers. It's so good, man. It's, what a character. There's another one on the internet, though. You got to remember, it's him. Being an adult talking to this little girl, it's his daughter. Just, yeah, and she's okay. she's playing his landlord. Whoever right? it is, uh, and I don't know, but there she is. I want my money, bitch. She has <laughs> no idea what she's talking about because you know she's at that age. It's so good, but it is funny as funny can be. Yeah, anyway, that's very funny. That's cool. Awesome, Dad. Well, hey, thanks for coming out to Fresh Thank Talk. We appreciate it. 
you're welcome anytime as always. Thanks for all your support over the years. For oh, my pleasure. Everything that we do. You're always there for us. You're always back and it means a lot. Oh, no. And hey, you were listener, there. if you're ever in Northgate, Maine, New Jersey, stop by my house, my dad's store. It's open, Mr. J's Music Shop. And uh, it's almost a mini museum of everything that he's done in his life and his career, and our career and Army of Freshmen artifacts galore. And it's a wonderful place to walk around. I'll give you the full tour. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Mr. J's Music Shop, 201 Town Bank Road. Looking forward to that. And last but not least, do you have a title for the solo record? You got a working title? No, no, no. no. That's, that's not yet? Up. That's coming up. That's, that's the near future. Near future. Do you want to take us out, Mr. J? Just have to say cue the bossa nova. Cue the bossa nova.